0: Good evening, you have tuned in to listen to the Lawn Chair Cowboys. Hey, hey! I got it right. (laughs) You
1: got it right, yay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am your host, Mitch, uh, joined again tonight by my lovely co-host, Wayne, and of course our um, producer and editor all around just great dad guy who's <laughs> not really even a dad, but his brother just ditched him with his kids to go golf. We got Daniel in the house.
1: I am very tired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're learning real quick what it's like to be tossed into parenthood, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah I guess it's just like karmic payback for not wanting kids. So... <laughs>
0: Well, if anything, this will just um, reinforce that idea. And uh, oh yeah, uh, it's like the be- what do they say? It's like the best birth control to like babysit a couple <laughs> kids for the night. Yeah, <laughs> change change a diaper and you'll never want to have a kid again.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I haven't had that. You know, they're they're old enough to not wear diapers, so you know. But I've changed plenty of those in my day. That doesn't bother me. It's the it's the screaming and the yelling and the not listening. But you know. Kind of like yeah, our, yeah. our team and our coaches, but
0: yeah.
1: Hey, the look at the segment, segment.
0: i never really. <laughs> there you go. I never really understood like why people got so upset about changing diapers, but yeah. Um, definitely was- agree. The screaming, yelling fits and tantrums and stuff are what gets pushes me over the edge for sure. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> but. Let's throw a screaming, yelling tantrum about our miserable Cowboys. How about that? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so coming off of another loss, um, division rival the Eagles. um, It's so sad that even Ricky is crying.
1: Yeah, sorry about Um, that.
0: Oh, it's okay. (laughs) And, you know, it's... uh, it's tough because you felt good through the first half of the game. Felt like, oh, we're in this game. Oh, yeah, we, we have a shot here. Um, what was the moment? Was it the sack fumble, I think? that Yeah, it was the sack fumble when they recovered the ball. They were clearly down, mm-hmm. yet somehow the refs decided that, oh, no, they weren't down. We'll let them return this. Sack fumble, fumbled twice, and then conveniently scoop and score, and not even review it or anything. And at that point, we were just like, "Yeah, that's pretty much how twenty twenty is going for us." Um, I, so yeah, I don't the Eagles. Sorry, ahead.
1: like <sighs> that play. Like I don't. I don't know in what world. Like I'm pretty sure that they even said it. Like the the announcer said it, and the rules analyst said it that he was down. And they come back from commercial, and it was upheld. Like, in what world do you do you have the ball on the ground with the opposing team on top of you? Like he he, he was so far on top of him, he should have been in, He could have been inside of him, for all we know. He probably
0: was. Actually. Yeah,
1: that, and then you can. At least a finger. Yeah, yeah. At least, and and then you can get up and run back for a touchdown. Like that's, uh, I don't know. Like like you said, it's twenty twenty. So.
0: Because at that point it was uh, fifteen to nine. You know, we within a score. You know, you're feeling like, uh, you know, your defense is playing well. Uh, They're not doing a whole lot, and then that just kind of you know, takes the wind out of the sails, so to speak. So, um, final score, 23 to nine, uh, poor Ben DiNucci. Um, you know, he, he got thrown into a situation that was nearly impossible for him to succeed. Um, we found out, you know, he really, really likes Michael Gallup. went to him a lot. Um, we also found out that he's, uh, he really enjoys throwing sidearm passes. Yeah, <laughs> um, in dangerous situations. Um, so, yeah, he uh, he had a rough uh, first start. So, uh, to be expected, I guess. But uh, now, you know the I guess the coaches saw enough to say that they don't want to go with him this week, um, and it's going to be either Garrett Gilbert or. Um, Cooper Cup, or not Cooper Cup, Cooper, Cooper, Cup. Cooper Rush.
1: <laughs> yes, we, we, we got Cooper Cup from, from the Rams. <laughs> and he's gonna be quarterbacking Coop, for us.
0: Cooper Rush. Sorry, <laughs> um I should be I mean Cooper is like such a common name nowadays. I guess it's easy for me to confuse the two, but um but yeah, so it's it's uh <laughs> McCarthy has refused to announce whether it will be Rush or um Gilbert. Starting on Sunday, we might find out tomorrow, who knows, but um, apparently it's like a thing that you don't have to, or that you're supposed to announce, um, based on like Vegas rule, Vegas running, basically the show, so eventually we're going to find out before kickoff who it is, (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's hard to really tell. They said they would announce by Saturday, they thought. So who knows, um, could be, uh, could be interesting, interesting one way or another, because, you know, Cooper was with the team. I think he got a little bit of playing time as a backup, um, mostly just in garbage down time or whatever. Um, and Garrett Gilbert hasn't actually played an NFL snap that I know of. Um, but he did play in the AI, the AAF, um, and was pretty successful there. I do remember because um, me and a couple guys, just for the hell of it, at work, um, decided when the AA- AAF was playing. It's really hard to say that fast. Um, <laughs> we re- we decided to try out fantasy AAF football. Um, and he was actually doing really well during the season. So, uh, of course, that was a whole different world of competition and wasn't against the best defense in the league and the only undefeated team in the league. So it's hard to tell how that's going to play out, but um, could be promising, could be painful, Um, likely painful, but we'll see. Um, So I guess uh, I'll give you guys a chance just to say, you know, what you thought about the game, um, Sunday night against the Eagles before we roll into uh, the Steelers um, preview
1: and predictions. Well, I don't. Uh, this was the first game since the the Giants game that I've actually had hope during the game. Um, it, it didn't didn't you know it didn't matter. The same outcome. I just got let down because it always seems like whenever we're you know we're close to scoring or have a chance to actually pull it out anymore that either a stupid penalty gets called that's an obvious you know like the Cardinals penalty against Lamb uh, that wasn't called the pass interference that led to an interception or this call that was a clear um, fumble recovery yes but he was down um, that was returned for a touchdown it's Things like that, it, it's just frustrating as a fan to watch. And it's not even our team. Like, I've seen it happen all over the league this year where things just aren't being called that should be called. Um, I mean, t- take it, for instance, last night, the Devontae Adams touchdown pass. Like, his, you could see where his knee was down um, out of bounds, but they called it a touchdown. It's like they're getting shit wrong. Left and right, and it's like they just don't care, and it, it it's really frustrating as a fan. Um, of yeah, and, and
0: the other play, the other play that I was kind of confused about, and I think it was the one that that Wayne and I were, were chatting about. The I think it was the guy, um, for San Fran River, um, yeah, that caught that pass, clearly dropped it as he fell to the ground. Yet the ref standing right there watching the whole entire play called it a touchdown, yeah, like. I even know that rule that if you don't control the ball through the ground, it's an incomplete pass. And they still called it a touchdown. Yes, they ended up getting it right in a review, but what like that's a clear call.
2: Yeah. Well they say it's changed a little bit this year. You can you can actually um get away with a little more than just straight dropping like the Dez caught it and the Megatron decisions where it moves at the end or, or um, like maybe he would have thrown it at the end or just tossed it. They would have gave it to him as opposed to before they yeah. wouldn't have.
1: Yeah, but it's just frustrating. You know, like obviously we were probably still going to lose that game, but we, we've scored fewer points since Dak went out than what was it, the last quarter whenever Dak was in.
0: Is, yeah, that, is that uh, that stat? Uh, no, the last half. I last think it was half. the last half. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, it's w- – we scored less points than the entire last half that Dak scored.
1: Yeah, and we've yeah. only gotten what one touchdown in three games. Yes. And I'm pretty sure that came in like garbage time. Like mm-hmm. so it's just, you know, it's it's frustrating. Like, yeah, we're not good, but like make the right calls, regardless. Like we're not the Jets. You know, we still have some sort of dignity, so make make the calls. Actually, (laughs) but I don't know. That that's just my like little. I'm frustrated. Like I know we, you know, we had a chance because you know the Eagles and they're beat up too. But it seemed that whole game that there was there was like a glimmer of hope that we could hopefully get you know get something going, but with the pressure that the Eagles defense would bring every time we got across the 50 yard line and mm-hmm. with the inexperience of, um, Ben DiNucci it, you know, we probably weren't still, weren't going to get in the end zone, but
0: you know, yeah. I mean, but we could have gotten my five legatron <laughs> goals.
1: That was two weeks ago. We that was two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was still going to use it.
1: That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's all I've got uh, to say
2: about that game.
0: So. Yeah, so Wayne, what were your thoughts about uh, Philly, and then we'll roll into Pittsburgh.
2: Um, I feel like we should have won that game. Um, and uh, I think it's funny that they just gave up on Danucci like that because, I mean, he had a better game than uh, Carson Wentz had. Um.
0: Anyway.
2: Yeah, statistically, he did, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and I think that he would have even had a better game. Our guys didn't blatantly just drop passes. Um, I thought that Pollard looked really good, um, really good. And it's be something to watch out for this week. If, if Zeke is uh, hampered by his hamstring, um, I could see Pollard getting a lot of touches this week. So, that could uh, spark something, too. Yeah. Um, but if you if you go back and look, man, like, I mean, a few things here and there didn't go our ways, but we had statistically a better game than the Eagles, if you look at the stats. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: We, had we had more first downs. Right. You beat we beat them at everything.
2: More turnovers. Yep. We had four turnovers. Yep. Four. Yep. Had 21 more plays. Like, I mean, we just – <laughs> they threw two more picks than us. We had the ball more than they did.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, Danucci didn't even throw a pick. Which, and there were several times when that ball should have been picked for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah. I feel
0: like he was throwing the ball so hard. So um, I feel like
2: so he lost that fumble, and we were getting ready to kick field goal. I thought at least I thought you know
0: well, yeah like he was in field range. goal here
2: and we didn't. Yep. But um, you know, a couple things there is. He's just got to have a little bit more um, awareness. But like I said, it was his first game, so I guess it's silly that they, you know, threw him under the bus like they did and were just like, yeah, he's trash. Um,
0: yeah, I don't agree with it either.
2: But at the same time, I, th- I think, I can't remember correctly, but I think if you go back and watch that, I think that that tackle was just like, I did, didn't even try to block anyone that was coming through. Um, so I got to just come that, through. That
0: crusher came to- up. That, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure um, that pressure came right. late from it, it was from his right, but it was it wasn't from the tackle yeah, that, side. It was from it was from between the guard and center.
2: Uh, you did look it up, but that's not how I remember it because he hit him square in the chest. I thought so, but anyways, neither here nor there. They shouldn't have won like they did. Right, they made us look stupid. Um, we made uh, this Boston Scott kid as we do with every no-name running back, looks like a stud. So I can only imagine James Conner is going to look like a stud. Um, but I did like – I like Diggs. Diggs played well. I thought – Yeah, two interceptions. Of the game. Um, I just – I felt like our defense overall, man, they were rallying to the ball and they, you know, they seemed like they were playing real well. I think there's a few uh, miss un- – or not miss, uh, unfortunate uh, plays that uh, – either didn't work out for us or worked out for them, you know. Um, we could have capitalized a little more, but at, at some point during the game, you just got the feeling that we couldn't move the ball and we were never going to move the ball again. So that was that was pretty rough. I think we can get past that. These teams like the Eagles and the Giants and the Redskins, and I think we might have one or two more that might be winnable like that, um, we could probably competitively play. I don't know about the Steelers this week. Um, but, I mean, just like I said in that um, betting preview, you know, it's uh, they played down to their competition. and uh,
0: Especially on the road, yep.
2: It's a road game for them, and they're undefeated, and we're probably the le- least likely team to beat them for the rest of their season. I don't know who they got on the schedule next week, but it's probably someone a whole lot better than we are. So... Yeah, it could uh, um, I won't say a trap game, but we could surprise them for a
0: little bit for looking uh, past us yeah, I definitely agree. And I even you know um, before well yeah we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about student, but I agree that it could be definitely could be a trap game. but I wanted to bring up um, and and I think you know we we talked about it in the group chat but um Randy Gregory. You know, he was. He came out. And, yeah, he looked and good. I thought that, I thought things. that uh,
2: penalty on him was ridiculous.
0: Like, it was. was. It was. It was trash. Yeah. Like, but he's was, so fast. He's still yeah. fast. He's just.
2: Yeah, it looks like he got bigger too.
0: He's a freak athlete. And 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 we got to see Sean Lee again. Um, suited up. He got a tackle. Um, and well, he's yeah, credited for a, a tackle. But yeah, that that looked good. And then of course Trayvon Diggs got two interceptions. Um yeah. one where he tracked the ball in the air like like a wide receiver really and, and yeah. looked great. Um found the ball at the end in the end zone and then came back like thirty some yards. Um, so he looked good there. You know, a few bright spots. Of course you, you mentioned Gallup, he looked good, seven catches. Um Dalton Schultz had six. So, you know, they um there were some good things, but obviously when you can't score a touchdown and, um, you know, you basically don't have any semblance of a consistent running game, it's tough. So, uh, but yeah, that's, that pretty much covers uh, the Eagles. Um, and I can't help but, and I'm not going to get too far into the political realm here, but um, what about the irony of the fact that how much Pennsylvania has been in the news this week with the um, with the election, and we're playing the two Pennsylvania football teams this week?
1: It's all it's I mean, all Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell hates Jerry Jones, it,
0: but you know if if we're gonna
2: you know bring it up, you know it's 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 pretty obvious that there's going to be some conspiracy here.
0: It um, is. You're um, absolutely you know, so,
2: right. So likely the deep state. Is uh, looking to, to silence the Cowboys um, and put us at the bottom of the league this year because of the election, you know?
0: Couldn't um, agree more.
2: Could <laughs> you know, not a, agree more. While we're talking about it, I just thought I'd bring it up. Russia uh, is now clearly that that involved. Out of the way, I'll not bring it up for the rest of the season.
0: R- Russia is clearly involved. Uh, but yeah, so that rolls us into the Pittsburgh Steelers game. Um, we got the Steelers coming to town on CBS, 425 game. Um, not going to be gonna blacked be... out, Mitch. <laughs> I'm glad I still have. Uh, it's
2: it, um... it's going to be, it, it, it's a local game for us and it's our favorite team, but they'll black it out because I don't know who else is in that 425 slot, but it'll be like the Ravens uh-huh. or someone.
0: No, they won't black us out, a 425 game. They never have. Um, Yeah, the other four. There's only two other games. There's a 405 that's on Fox, and that's uh, Vegas and um, the Chargers. And then there's a 425 that's Miami and Arizona. We're not going to get that game. So, yeah, we'll definitely not get blacked out. (laughs) It honestly (laughs) wouldn't shock me, but it doesn't matter because I have – yeah, That's you'll Sunday be hooking day. it up too. That's all. Yeah, I'll, I'll
1: hook it up. I'll get you guys some um, websites that you can watch games without, uh, without Sunday ticket.
0: Blah 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 <coughs> blah, blah, blah blah. What? What? <laughs> Listen, he didn't say that, Listen. guys. He didn't say that.
1: <laughs> Reddit's a beautiful place. <laughs>
0: I had I had a Reddit page and it got shut down, so Were i you had to st- try to look for another
1: one. Were you streaming games?
0: One there, no, no, no. I didn't have one oh, personally. Oh, okay, I, I had one that I used ah, I whenever I really needed to, but it got shut down. Yeah, um, but yeah, it is a beautiful place. <laughs> <laughs> None of that, <laughs> that is
2: true, Roger Goodell. None I, of that is actually, true. I
0: to, yeah. I don't know what I blacked out. What we didn't talk about anything. Yeah, talking about? I just use the
1: NFL app on my phone. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what and I did. found
1: out about that on Reddit. So it definitely wasn't the commercials that they show every 40 seconds during a game. Right. So,
0: so Pittsburgh's coming to town. Um, if there's a team that I've ever despised more, it would be hard to define. I really don't think that there is a team that I've ever despised more than a Pittsburgh Steelers, even our own, um, division rivals. I know I really hate, the Steelers more than any other team. And honestly, and I, I may, I think i discussed it in our very first podcast, but it's because it feels like everybody thinks everybody always shoved it in our face as kids. Oh, you're, you're from West Virginia. You're supposed to like the Steelers because they're the closest team. And it just drove me up the wall because what? I don't have a home team. I don't live in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is not my town. Pennsylvania is not even my own state. I don't freaking care about Pittsburgh. And I hate Pittsburgh Panthers. So I should hate everything in Pittsburgh. So I hate the Steelers with a passion. I'm not even going to say some of the things that I've said in the past, but let's just put it this way. I would be happy if the Steelers never existed. Ever again And I'll just leave it at that But That being said They're a really good Freaking football team They have a really good defense And um, They have a really Chubby faced Jerk faced quarterback That Is (laughs) slinging the ball Around the field
1: Eh, Um, He's actually Pretty mediocre this year
0: Unfortunately Not enough to Deontay Deontay Johnson And because it's the first time I've ever owned a freaking skill player from the Steelers, and I did it because I thought he'd do really well, and then he's shit the bed every game since I played, since I've had him. <laughs> yes, this is personal. I'm pissed. I hate them. That being said, I picked the Steelers to beat us um, on the what is the app called? Um, sportsbooks. Uh, fanduel sportsbooks because and here's why i every time i i bet for my team i bet in favor of my team i always lose never fails so in this case i had 3 roll money on fanduel and i'd won a little bit here and there and built my my bankroll up and it started to dwindle back down, so I said, "You know what? I'm going to take this forty-two dollars and thirty-five cents, or whatever I had left. I'm going to throw it on Pittsburgh for the over. That way, when Pittsburgh beats us, and I'll like basically not quite double up, but I'll get a bunch more money. And if we end up winning, or even covering, I don't really care. But if we end up winning, then." It's just $40 that I didn't have anyway. It was free money, and um, it was worth it because we freaking beat the Steelers, the only undefeated team in the league. So, um, yeah, that was my mindset whenever I made that move. Um, The Steelers are heavily, heavily favored. 14.5 points um, by Vegas, ESPN predictor gives them a 78% chance to win. Um, I mean, everything is in their favor. Their defense is swarming. Um, we have, we're down to our, what, fourth or fifth string quarterback. Um, our O-line is still beat up. Our defense is patching themselves up slowly and slowly coming back. Uh, but it's really hard to find anything good to pick for the the Cowboys other than the fact that we're at home. And honestly, I don't even think that that's uh, much of an advantage, obviously, with COVID. Um, And Pittsburgh travels really well. Their fans travel really well. So if there's only probably 25,000 people there, you can bet more than half are probably going to be Pittsburgh fans. Um, so it's not like we're going to have a home home field advantage. Um, And Zeke hasn't been able to do anything, so it's not like we can control the ball, although he may be hurt, so we're going to go looking at possibly going all Pollard. So it's really hard to find anything (laughs) to be hopeful about in this game. Um, So that being said, what are your thoughts on the game, Daniel?
1: You know those like stories or like those movies where there's um there's that one guy or girl that's just getting picked on and beat down and dogged on by like the same people over and over again and you know, it's like a story about like overcoming that. Yeah. Um, you know, and then by the end of the movie, like, you know, the the one that's getting beaten down count comes out on top and, you know, proves that they're a better person. Than the people putting them down, yeah, that's not going to happen. We're going to get our asses
0: kicked. Like I thought, you <laughs> yeah. you really built that up well.
1: Um, I just don't see us like. There's just you know, there's all obviously that hope that that we're going to do something, but like, like the Steelers have had their ups and downs too. Like, don't get me wrong, they're not the most solid team week in and week out. They've had their struggles offensively, defensively. Um, But, you know, we're, we've got fucking Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush. Um, Whichever one of those guys starts, I don't think it'll matter. Um, (sighs) Zeke, like I don't, okay, so I, I, I don't, I've heard that he has a hamstring thing. And then with this whole quarterback controversy, con- controversy, um, everything that's kind of been going, it it kind of like is like shades of Belichick. Like is Zeke hurt or are we just saying that he is, you know, limited kind of like the, you know, the Patriots do it all the time where they'll just throw everybody on the practice or on the uh, injury report. Um, so teams, are still kind of, like, up in the air of how to game plan for them, you know?
0: Right, kind of some, like, gamesmanship with the report, type, like, before the game even starts. Yeah,
1: so, you know, I I doubt it's that, but, you know, I kind of hope that it's that, and I, I kind of think that they probably know who, and they have known who's the starting quarterback's going to be, um, but they don't want to release it so the other team won't have tape on them. They don't know which one to go with because, shit, it might it might be Sunday and it's Ben DiNucci starting and we just faked him out. And they watch right. they watch tape on Cooper Rush and Gilbert Gilbert freaking Grape or whatever his name is. Um, Garrett Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, it, it could be something like that, but, you know, that's kind of like high hopes. Uh, not like I to think it would matter because I think that uh, Mike Tomlin is a – as much as I hate the Steelers and Mitch hates the Steelers a lot more than I do, but I do hate them a lot. Mike Tomlin is a great coach. Um, so even though it's really just Omar Epps in disguise, and Omar Epps is a huge Cowboys fan. So <laughs> maybe he'll give us this uh, one. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Come on, man.
0: Like he does it does look uncannily yeah, like Omar Epps. He would uh, Omar Epps
2: would definitely be cast to play in a Mike Tomlin and a movie. Oh hand, yeah, hands
1: down. And he's a huge Cowboys fan, so I think it's just you know Omar Epps is in disguise and he's going to throw this game and give us the win. You know that's how it's going to happen.
0: But you, know, don't truly, um, you don't oh, truly believe that. No, I don't. What was, <laughs> no, um, um,
2: um, was a movie where they kidnapped the uh, guy that played for the uh, who he played for? There they were Celtics fans, they kidnapped the basketball player.
1: Oh crap.
2: What what if they did that to Mike Tomlin? Inserted Omar Ebbs <laughs> and he just kept like throwing in the craziest calls. He was like, nah. Nah.
0: <laughs> oh Jesus. Like, I mean there's a
2: There's a better
1: chance of that actually happening than us winning this and game. <laughs>
0: Like, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I will say this in in my um my fantasy uh my main fantasy league chat that I have um I, there's several uh, Steelers fans and and York he he jumped in our uh, game day chat the other night and he's one of the biggest of course and and a few of the other guys are just casual fans not necessarily fans of, of
2: he's also a Cowboys fan by the way and a Bears fan
0: well he he. Well, his mom lives in Chicago, so he has that. He just really likes Zeke is the only reason he's a Cowboys fan. Oh, uh,
2: okay. Because
0: he, he has told Zeke. Me it was back no. in the day. It, he, he, he has, has Zeke wearing, wearing, uh, What was it?
2: He has pictures wearing Cowboys stuff as a kid, he says.
0: Well, he never told me that. He must not want me to know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he um, he and several others in, in the chat were talking uh, about the game on Sunday and and, um, they were saying that they don't even think that they'll, they think that this touchdownless streak that we've got going is going to continue this, this entire game. Um, and a couple of them think that we won't even score at all. So, uh, Oh, I would take yeah, that. there. There's not a lot of yeah. faith in, in our team right now. Um, especially in the fantasy world, nobody even wants to touch our team with a 10 foot pole. Um, So, segue, Wayne, would you like to give your um, comments on the Steelers game and then roll into your uh, fantasy must plays, and then we'll go into predictions?
2: Yeah, they're uh, doing great this year. Um, And while
0: you talk, I'm going to go grab some more beer.
2: Well, okay. (laughs) They're um, doing great this year. They have a pretty solid defense, not amazing, um, solid though. Um, definitely uh, a winnable game if we had our team playing that we started the year with, um, but we don't. So I'm going to say it is not a very winnable game, but I would not say that we cannot win it because everyone out there is professional and they're all going to try to win the game. Um, Points for us that we're at home. Um, points for them that they're doing a whole lot better than us. But as we talked before, it would be a great place for a trap game. I did not look it up again to see who they played after us. But I do believe that they uh, could end up looking ahead. Nah, eh, probably not. It's the Bengals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, was okay. Nice, it's a, uh, the Bengals. The Bengals,
2: Bengals, Jaguars. Bengals have been
1: doing think, better, though. Come on, come
2: on. Like, they have been, but yeah. they, but they could be kicking back uh, yeah. knowing that mm-hmm. they got a nice little stretch here. Maybe on the road, you know, we might catch them by surprise and give them a interesting first quarter. But uh, anyways, I don't think it'll be that close. I think that the Steelers will actually cover. I mean, I'd love to watch them win the game, Dallas, but I think the uh Steelers will cover I think it'll be somewhere in the ballpark of uh 31 13-ish um I think that puts it like right on the line of being the over which uh I think the over was 44 and a half the last I looked so I believe that that will not hit yeah where's that here 43 there. I don't think that's true. It is 43. Okay. 43 and Dallas 14 and a half uh, underdogs. So Pittsburgh by 15. Uh, I think they're going to get there easy. And I just don't see them going crazy because I think they'll if they get up big, they'll just run um, Connor. Uh, they're a team that likes to just grind the clock and get it over with at that point. They're not going to be trying to pour it on. Um, So I think a lot of people are getting excited that it's going to be some turf show. Um, While they might throw up two or three touchdowns pretty quick, I think that what you're going to see is them just go to grinding it out and killing our spirit. Um, The only way it goes over is if we're actually in the game. So just remember that. That way, if it goes over, we'll probably be in the game. Fantasy, as far as daily fantasy, man, I've looked it up. I've scratched my head on it, and I'll say this. If you're playing a Cowboy in your lineup, the two players that I would put in my lineup, I don't know if I'd put them together in the same lineup, but two different players that I would play um, is Gallup. For some reason, even though he had the best game we had last week, um, Gallup has dropped, uh, not just dropped in price based on them playing the Steelers, but he is the cheapest Cowboys receiver you can play right now. So on DraftKings, I would pick up Gallup and that's if you need a cheap wide receiver. If you were looking to uh, save some money and pay down for either a flex spot or a running back, I would go with Tony Pollard because they're could be a situation where if in fact Zeke is limited, um, I doubt that they're going to, you know, push him in that capacity. And Pollard had a pretty decent game last week. So I could see him getting some extra run, man. Um, Outside of that, I think we're looking at a 31-13 game. And my bold prediction will be that we'll play both Rush, and Gilbert.
1: <laughs> I like that.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, Daniel, would you like to go ahead and give your score prediction and bold prediction?
1: Yeah, I, I'm i like, kind of in the same boat as uh, Wayne as far as, you know, whenever they get up and know that they've got the game in hand, they're not like the Packers where they're just going to, you know, run it a couple times then just throw the ball deep to somebody just just to pad stats. They're not that kind of team. Um, So I think it's – I'd go with 27-10 Steelers. Um, I think we will get in the end zone in this game, Um, whether it be garbage time. It will be either early in the game or garbage time, one of the two, but I do think that we'll get at least one touchdown – And one field goal. I don't think they're going to hold us to zero. Um, Bold prediction. Boof. This one's kind of tough because it seems like I I give a bold prediction and then the other team does it. Like last week's, mine was, you know, we would get a defensive touchdown. Guess what? They got a defensive touchdown. Um, So I'll, I'll go super bold regardless of what quarterback starts, they will not throw one single interception the entire game. I'm saying that merely to piss off any Steelers fans that are listening because suck it.
0: Okay. So 14 points is what I got. Um Whenever I bet my, I know right now the, the over is 14 and a half, but whenever I bet it was 14. So, um, I think we're going to – part of me wants to take the over on the the line. Um, right now, I'm showing 42.5 as the line. Uh, part of me wants to take the over, but you guys really talked me out of it because of the fact that um, they aren't a team that's just going to continue to put points on the board just because. Um, and – I don't think that we're going to be close enough in the game to um, enforce them or, you know, force them to go that route. Um, So since I bet the over um, or since I bet that they would cover kind of have to stay in that realm. Um, And I really do. I think we're also going to get in the end zone as well. Um, I agree with you. On that, I think it's going to be a garbage time touchdown, um, more than likely. But uh, uh, so I think I'm going to go with an interest of keeping it. I can't keep under though if I go that high, Chet. <laughs> so I don't like going last on the score prediction because I want to get a different score prediction. But you guys took okay, my numbers what What would you tell them you're you you are uh
2: very uh consistent in your picks um and you go almost always within plus or minus a point or two either way on both of the over under exactly what vegas predicts
0: okay because they're really good (laughs) i know it's just it's just funny it's just
2: Um, uh, it's also
1: why he's he's won he's won the predictions almost every fucking week that we've done this podcast (laughs) I've been
0: really fucking close every time so um, I want to go I wanted to go with us having 13 but Wayne picked that um,
1: Mm -hmm. you can still pick that just pick Steelers having a different number you're not barred from picking the same numbers as we do, as long as I mean, you know, I, it just it
0: feels It feels, yeah. Suck. Well, I don't, I mean, I think we're going to score a touchdown. And I, well, 12 doesn't not add up.
1: We get a safety. We're yeah. not going to
0: get a safety. We're not going to get a safety to get to 12. Well, true. I guess if we miss the extra point, I guess, yeah. Um, no, I don't want to go with 12. I'm going to go with 13. <laughs> I wanted to go with sixteen. Well, let's see here. I'll go sixteen. Fine. I'll go sixteen. Do so, you think it's gonna high? Yeah, I do because the uh, the over is pushing it, but I can still get under. I can still get the under with a sixteen point with us scoring sixteen points. So I'm going sixteen to thirty one.
1: Y'all worry too much about this line, this invisible line that's, that's out there. That's not
0: under. <laughs> or oh, wait, that's shit. No, yeah, I can't get under. Yeah, that's over. I can't yeah. get under it's sixteen. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, I was doing Long some. Man, thirty-one-seven, man,
2: I'll do it for you.
0: Thirty-one-seven. No, Greg, the leg is our only good thing, and he kicks every week. He's definitely going to have a field goal. Well, that he's just that just
1: one. that just means we'll have he's, a defensive. He's that just Wanted
2: means, huh? What were you saying? Who's going to be his holder? What do you mean? Who's going to be his holder? Greg leg. Who's going to be his holder? It's going, going to be someone different.
0: I don't know who. No, Mark. We they quit doing uh, quarterbacks holding the football for field goals a long time ago. That's no, like the typically hold. the punter. Yeah,
1: the punter.
2: He's oh, he's shit, hurt. No, uh, he's the yeah, punter our
0: punter's oh, out. Damn <laughs> <God. Yeah. laughs> Are you even
2: a Cowboys fan?
0: <laughs> well, I don't pay attention to these holding the fucking ball.
2: Are you a Cowboys fan?
0: Yes, I am a Cowboys fan. And yes, I forgot Chris Jones was out. Okay, sorry. Punchable. Very <laughs> cool. No, it says out. Oh, that I'm a Cowboys fan. Shame. Shame. And you uh, know what? God damn it. <laughs> Julio Jones has never dropped a pass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god This is the oh, best I ever I hate you
0: guys Can I di- give my score prediction now please Alright
1: Yeah it's 20 to, 20 to 12 right? gonna,
2: That's what you were, no. going, <laughs> <with>. we're <laughs> going We're going to win
0: We're going to, to I'm, No I'm taking the over I uh, changed my mind I talked myself out of it We're scoring 16 They're scoring 31 Wow there. It's going to be close then We're going to be 31? in the ball game 31-16
2: final.
0: Yep. We're going to be
1: in the ballgame. I mean, I'll take 31-16, that.
0: 31-16 final.
1: Okay. I hope we score so, 16 points. Shit.
0: Bold prediction.
2: We'll go uh, there for two
0: both times? What? Oh, you mean get 16 <laughs> by going for two? You, man. <laughs> We're not scoring two touchdowns. It uh, – I'll, that's my bold prediction. We will not score two t- two touchdowns in this game.
2: Mm-hmm. We just won't. So if we score three, do you get that right? Yeah, he yeah. would. Yeah, ah, Of course he does. Because <laughs> I'm the host. That's exactly what he would do. <laughs> because we haven't, I'm the
1: host. We haven't scored three touchdowns since the fucking Giants game. <laughs> like, literally, overall. <laughs> like, we're not going to score three against the Steelers. Yeah. Like, come on.
2: Hey, that that's what Washington thought when they played us.
1: Well, yeah. But
0: that's a much different defense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um we will not score two touchdowns. We will only score one touchdown. Okay,
1: now okay. three touchdowns doesn't count. <laughs> yes. since you put uh, that uh, in. I know. <laughs> I'm, I
0: know. I know. That's why I said it that way because I'm going to be specific. There's What'd zero chance Touch- we'll
2: 30,
0: score three touchdowns. 31 to 16. 31-16. Um, and we will only score one Dutch, yeah. Um So, that being said, um, that covers us talking about the Steelers and our bold predictions and score predictions of the week. Um, we the last two weeks we've kind of gotten away from our, our former, our, well, our original um, outline and how what we were planning for. To go through every episode because of how things turned so south so quickly, <clears throat> and um, so this week we decided to get back into talking about our favorite uh, favorite team, historical team uh, by position. And um, if you remember our last time that we discussed it, uh, we just we talked about the uh, offensive line. So we've covered offensive line, the tight end, uh, wide receivers, running backs and quarterbacks to this to this date. Um, so the next position that we're going to go to is the, the defensive line. And discussing it prior to um, going on air, we decided that we'd just uh, pick three. I'm not going to be too picky about positions. Um you know, where they played while they played here, but um, just pick three, basically defensive linemen in our history. Um, The site that I use is the blog and the boys. Dot com. They did a uh, quick rundown of some players and they chose nine historical defensive linemen um, to kind of highlight on their site. And, um you know most of the names tonight uh, from us will probably come from this list maybe not all i think Wayne's got a couple maybe one or two that aren't on the list but um when you have a list like we have for defensive line um it's no wonder because these nine guys as i was telling the the uh, our co-hosts earlier before the what before the uh, podcast these guys have Accounted for, um, and this is unofficially because some of them were actually playing before they kept sacks as a actual stat. Um, but unofficially, the nine guys that are on this list account for over 800 career sacks. Um, and five of them had over 100 alone. Um, so... Our defensive line historically has been pretty freaking solid. Um, and as we discussed uh, prior to coming on air as well, uh, you know we have some pretty good guys on the defensive line right now, one being DeMarcus Lawrence. Um, we have given him a lot of flack this season. Um, Cowboys fans in general have given him a lot of flack this season. But there was a story that came out this week about him, and uh, I thought it deserved to be mentioned at least while we're talking about the defensive lineman. Um, but Pro Football Focus right now has him ranked as the third best defensive end um, in the NFL right now, and and that's you know on a two and six team or two and seven team. Um, yeah, I was right first two and six. <clears throat> is still somebody who's, uh, I think he has one sack on the season so far, um, you know, hasn't been putting up the numbers that fans feel like he should be. But Pro Football Focus is one of those sites that they look at every aspect of the game. We've talked about it before. Um, they delve deep into analytics and how a player plays. And um, it's, it's a little bit more of a measure of the, the player against its, his competition mono-e-mono, um, mono, so to speak, versus you know what the team's outcome is. Um, and when you look at DeMarcus Lawrence, there's no doubt he is a dominant defensive lineman, uh, and he's earning his paycheck, according to Pro Football Focus. Uh, maybe not according to Dallas Cowboy fans, but um, like I said, he is the third-rated Defensive end right now So That being said We've had a lot of really good Defensive ends A lot of really good Defensive tackles So we're going to pick three tonight um, Of who your favorites are In all of the history Mm -hmm. Of Dallas Cowboys Uh, We'll start with Wayne If he's ready Wayne Yeah sorry I was on mute there Um
2: (laughs) Hey, don't expect me to be ready for anything um, Anyways The defense Um So It's interesting that uh, Probably my, my Number one is uh, uh, Charles Haley uh, I don't know how A person could not Have that on the list but I don't want to make you guys Upset if in fact you didn't Pick him but um, the funny thing is, is that um, DeMarcus Ware is uh, right up there with him for me. Uh, and I was just looking online a minute ago, and uh, there was a website that had him listed out as a uh, linebacker as far as uh, his best seasons for us, hmm. which I thought was interesting, Um I don't know how many linebackers we're going to pick, and I can't think of a whole bunch, um, or I can think of two that I want to add other than him, so I'll put him on defensive lines. for will go three there. But um, I'm kind of on the fence. I'd like to um, say that my uh, other uh, defense lineman was – Leon Lett, but you know, I'm on the fence with it. Um uh, just because of the the bills, you know. Um I think we're all aware of, of that issue. Um but I really liked uh that line we had back then with Haley and uh Maryland and uh Leon Lett. I mean, what was the other one? Um Tolbert, but so so I really like all them guys a lot. Um, like I said, it'll probably be Haley, Ware, and um... it's just so tough, man. I'm probably going to go with Leon Lett just because, like, when he was playing and not in trouble for cocaine or uh, showing off and losing a ball as going into the ends and stuff mm-hmm. like that, um, he was a monster. Um, I, I do like – Demarcus Lawrence and some of the uh, younger guys we got now. But um, I'd like to give them some time before I went ahead and gave them all the credit. But, uh, yeah, Um, that's probably who I'd go with. Haley, Lett, and uh, Wehr. Yeah, I
0: mean, I'm not going to hate on any of those. Honestly, uh, they don't even include – Leon let on this list on blogging the boys, which surprised me. Um, But they also, you know, uh, cover a longer span of time than what, you know, the three of us have been watching the Cowboys.
2: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, What I know about some of our uh, defensive linemen from the history of the Cowboys, I would say that the further you go back in Cowboys history – the better the defensive linemen get. So yeah, yeah. Um I feel it's unfair for me to just start naming guys off the list that mm. I haven't even seen a highlight of, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. And and I I typically, you know, for me, I completely agree with that. Like I want to only include guys that I've I've seen play or watched play or, you know, even even if it was highlights and stuff, but um, I, I'm going to include one guy that I never really watched play, but I know he was a great, great player. Um, and I'm, I'm going to include him because, um, being a Serious XM listener, he's got a bunch of commercials, um, on there for a tobacco product. I think it's actually, um, Oh, what is it called? Actually, I think it's like tobacco-free, like chew, mint snuff or something. Um, Anyway, I'm going to look it up now because it's going to bug me until I find it out. Um, But anyway, the name is Randy White. He was one of the greats um, back in the 70s. Um, He has one of those... uh, they say like just one of those real Southern voices, um, just a just a hard nosed worker, um, and I just love listening to him talk. He's he's uh, done more after his career too um, to continue on, you know, as a as a Cowboys continue on the Cowboys legacy. So um, I just, just have been, always enjoyed listening and hearing him come up on commercials and stuff. Um so I'm throwing him on the list because of of I know that he was great. I didn't get to watch him, but I also know that I have enjoyed hearing him whenever I hear him pop up on commercials. Um, another one Wayne mentioned is DeMarcus DeMarcus Ware. The guy is I mean even when he finished his career at Denver, it was still like he wanted to it, it almost was like he never played for Denver. Um, he was just always a Cowboy to me. Um, And I think even Cowboy Nation as a whole has just always looked at him as a Cowboy. Um, He's just one of those players that he loved to watch play. Um, He was aggressive. He always, um, it just seemed like he was always around the ball. And it was just one of those players that um, I wish I, I hope one day he'll come back and coach, honestly, because um, he seems like he's just a great motivator and a and, uh, uh, great person all around. The third one is a little tougher for me because, um, you, you know, you brought up Leon Lett and I, you know, just not even really thought about him at the, at, you know, whether it was going to be my favorite or not. Um but talking about Charles Haley, I think that swayed me. Um, i got to go with Charles Haley. Uh, it was it was going to be a toss-up between the two. After you mentioned Leon Lex, I'm like, oh, man, I really enjoyed watching him too. But, yeah, there was a lot of controversy with him. Um, Charles Haley just always seemed like he was just a, a stud. Um, and I don't know. I just – one of my favorites to watch whenever he was, he put on the uniform. So um, those are my three, Demarcus Ware, Randy White, Charles Haley. Um, Daniel, who are your three favorite all time defensive linemen for the Cowboys?
1: Uh, man. Defensive line is a position that I didn't start like paying close attention to until like, recently, like even past like the Super Bowl Cowboys, like I paid more attention to the offensive line, which is weird because <laughs> most people, you know, most people, whenever they watch their team, they, you know, the, the offensive line is like, other than like, you know, punters and kickers and stuff, um, are the ones that kind of go unnoticed. Yeah,
0: so this field one, goal holders, yeah.
1: <laughs> and those guys, whoever those guys are, um, mm-hmm.
0: Long snappers. Yeah.
1: But I don't know. I'd, I'd definitely have to go just from, like, stories that my dad has told me about, um, like, Ed Too Tall Jones. Um, just based on those stories that he's told me about him and how just great he was. Um, and obviously DeMarcus Ware, you know. And honestly, like, you know... <sighs> like I know all these names, you know, just from being a Cowboys fan. You know, and like all the names that are on this list that you sent and but I really really like DeMarcus Lawrence. Like I know that you guys didn't pick anybody new. Um but I honestly think that, you know, there's there's potential for DeMarcus Lawrence to be an all-time great. Um you know, like I mean, you know, it's sneaky stats like you were saying that you know, PFF uh, has him rank as the third highest uh, defensive end in the league right now on a two and six team. Like you know, I would have never thought that at all. Yeah, you know, because you know, like like you said, you know, whenever you're watching a game and you you look at the defensive line, like you look for those flashy, uh, you know, sacks or you know, uh, fumble, uh, ca- you know, causing turnovers, you know big big play stuff but like you know you know what i can't i'm i'm still not good at just watching like what's going on on the field as far as like individual players like you know if he gets out and breaks out and gets a tackle like i noticed that but like what's going on you know on the line um i'm not good at you know watching that unless i go back and rewatch the game uh multiple times to like really really kind of hone in on it
0: yeah, it takes a lot of time to get used to watching. I mean, there's so. I mean, you got 22 people moving and you know doing different things on every single play. It, it, it is hard to watch um, yeah. and take it all in. So I, I agree. It's it's tough unless you have like the game film type stuff that you can.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. I think I think that eventually we'll see. Maybe not on the all-time Cowboys, you know, best because, like you said, the defensive line, the alignment that they have on this list, like it would be very, very difficult to get, to get on this list. Um, they, you know, that the I like watching Demarcus Lawrence play. I like uh, him as a person, and I think that if anybody on our line has the potential to make it to this list at some point. Um, in the future, it would be him. Um, no matter how much crap we give him on the podcast, you know.
0: Yeah, I, mean, only... I can agree with that. So. It's he is a stud. I mean, there's no denying it. He wouldn't have gotten paid what he got paid. Um, you know, we give him we give him hell because you know we expect more. Um, I think that's you know, and it. It's kind of an age-old thing. Like it, you talk about, you know, those who are high achievers, those who are, you know, the pinnacle of whatever they do. Like you know, LeBron and MJ or whatnot in mm-hmm. uh, and basketball, and then you know, just the all the greats, you know, Jeter and, and all the greats in, in baseball, and you know, Tom Brady and and the the various you know studs that have been around in in, in football. You hold them to a higher standard because they've shown you that they've earned that and you know I think the only reason that we give D-Law so much hell is because you know he earned the um, you know the paycheck he earned the, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, you know he earned the credit of, of being that good and, and being valued that highly. Um, so when we see him um, maybe, you know, in the eye of a, of a basic fan that's not watching those plays the way per football focuses or the way they're analyzing it each and every day after practice or, you know, in practice um, in the film rooms, breaking down how he's probably beating his guy on every play. He just may not get a sack or you know he doesn't make a flashy play every time, but he's literally making an impact on each play. We just don't notice it. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, it's, it's a credit to how great he was early in his career that um, he was able to earn the paycheck that he was able to earn, and it's hard on fans to understand the impact he has on the game because he doesn't have the flashy stats that everybody looks for. But I agree, he, if he continues on a traje- tra- de- the trajectory, <laughs> easy for me to say, that he's been on, um, yeah, I could see him being on this list eventually. Um, so I don't think it's bad that you included him at all. Uh, so, yeah, the, that, those are great choices, honestly. And uh, like I mentioned, there's a lot of sacks that occurred. Um, by all of those players on that list, including some that we didn't even mention, excuse me, while I yawn. <clears throat> um, Some of the others that were on the list, Bob Lilly, uh, Harvey Martin, you mentioned uh, Ed Too Tall Jones, mm-hmm. Jay, Jay Ratliff, Tony Tolbert. That was one of the ones I think uh, Wayne mentioned, uh, one of the guys from the 90s. That uh, you know was part of those Super Bowl teams, so a lot of great, a um, lot of great talent on the defensive line throughout the history of uh, Dallas Cowboys football. So, um, but yeah, I think D. Law could end up there eventually, uh, without a doubt. So next week, uh, assuming all goes well, we'll go over linebackers. Um, Next week is, of course first or our only bye week, I'll say first, like we're gonna have uh, next week is our bye week, so uh, coming off of this cowboys game or this uh coming off this weekend's game against the Steelers um should be hopefully a little bit of a tamer week rolling into a week that we don't have a game to worry about um. Maybe we can get healthy. Maybe we can find uh, something to find a glimmer of hope for. Uh, but the, you know, I guess the, the final thing that we're going to talk about tonight is we need you guys to spread the word. <clears throat> get us out there. Talk about us. Uh, tell your Dallas Cowboy fan friends Um, that we exist Uh, come join us on our discord we're gonna have um you guys want to go live again on uh, live chat on discord i thought it was pretty fun
1: yeah Um, yeah i'm I'm down to do that um and just so anybody knows that if you are in our discord and you are putting (laughs) if you're putting gifts up that are that are of the the team that we're playing that aren't like Dogging that team, I'm going to delete them immediately. Mitch and I will delete them
2: as you should.
1: My brother kept putting freaking Carson Wentz gifts up and Fly Eagles fly gifts up, and they were coming down as quick as they were going up. So I even yeah, took somebody's was, somebody's down today that posted. Oh, Steelers yeah. Thing. York
0: was mad and he thought it was me, but <laughs> I, I? I didn't really care about that. That one didn't bother me, but he, he was texting in the, um, the fantasy <laughs> chat. He's like, Oh yeah, I'm getting. Uh, how do you say? He said, "I'm getting censored." Uh, and <laughs> we in, rule with an your, iron fist. Take
2: your <laughs> take. Said,
1: take your he fucking. He said,
0: "Mitch is censoring me in his Discord."
1: Listen, take your take your fucking Steelers fandom. Like, I don't mind that you're there, but I don't want to log into the Discord about the Dallas Cowboys and see a bunch of Steelers shit, especially Steelers and Eagles. Like, come on, like you want to post some Carolina stuff? Go ahead, I don't care. But you post some Steelers and Eagles stuff, I'm gonna take it down.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: but yes, you're welcome to come and join us and talk shit all you want. Um, yes, we enjoy it. Uh, yeah. We'll give it right back. Um, but
1: yeah, well, your your words won't get muted. Like if you say something that that'll stay. But don't post gifts because I will take those down. Like you can post <laughs> Cowboys gifts or you know stupid funny gifts, but nothing about the team that we're playing. And
0: we even have a, uh, sub, (laughs) we, we even have a sub, uh, chat on our discord for Kay Adams. Yes. You who watch, um, NFL network, know who Kay Adams is. Uh, Daniel's Bay. Kay Adams, Uh, hit me
1: up. What's up? I know you listen. Come on now.
0: (laughs) You better be listening. Kay. Um, so yeah, we have, we have a Kay Adams, uh, what do you even call it? Sub chat or whatever. Um, where we post gifts of her, uh, pictures of her.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's Daniel not, usually... it's not creepy at all. Okay, not sounds creepy.
0: Sounds really
1: weird not, weird not creepy. Yeah, we not just weird. just found a really quick way to
0: end her. that board. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Daniel usually gets, makes it awkward with, um, uh, that one gift that you posted that I don't even know what's happening, but it looks like, uh, uh, all right. How about that? Uh, bodily fluid. Oh, what yeah. It's like it a is. bodily fluid flying out. Oh, the guy. Um, it looks
1: like the guy's like it. To, to me, that gif looks like the guy is like projectile shitting into the air. That's what it looks like to me. <laughs>
0: that's not the thats not the way you used it. Oh, no. I'll just no, say no, that. No. <laughs> Anywho. I got um, lost. How did I end up here? Oh, yeah. Wayne, quit trying to act like you're all innocent.
1: Wayne's um, like, I thought this was a Steelers uh, podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, uh, we will have our game day chat live again on Sunday. Again, the game kicks off at 425. Um, so we'll be on there probably a little bit beforehand. You guys are more than welcome to join us. We, we do. Um, you know, We had probably more fans of other teams than our own team on uh, Sunday night. Yeah, it's fun. Um, You come in and chat freely. Uh, We really don't care. Uh, Just ask that you not make it all about whatever team you enjoy because this is a Cowboys Discord. Um, If you want to talk shit, talk shit. Uh, Have fun and and enjoy it with us. So again, um, we hope you guys enjoyed listening to our podcast. We hope that you will rate us. We hope that you um, will review us as well. We need all the uh, support that we can get as far as the ratings go to just continue to climb up, um, you know, the, the ratings boards and as far as sports podcasts go and, and uh, uh, you know, spread the word, interact with us on our Facebook, our Instagram. Um, Cause the more you interact with us, the more it shows up in news feeds and yeah, um, yeah we'll uh, continue to interact back and we hope that you guys enjoy listening to the podcast and join us next week as we cover the review of Steelers game and the preview of our matchup against the bye week
1: <laughs> which we'll probably we'll lose to.
0: <laughs> we'll probably lose the bye week as well because it is 2020 so all right guys thanks for listening see you next week go cowboys